0: Kaua e mahara hara kite tangata. Me mahara hara kia papatsuanuku. ngā tini atangarua. Don't worry about the people, instead, worry about the earth and the ocean. ngā iwi o te mai, kake mai ki te hōtaka nei a Te Ahika. I'm Justine Murray and this is Te Ahika on Radio New Zealand National. Tauranga Moana is where I'm from. So you'll understand me if I say that the rena grounding and resultant pollution have been very personal. I was home in Tauranga three weeks ago when the iwi were mobilising and setting up systems to help clean up the spill together and manage its impact on neighbouring iwi and tapu. Tonight's show is not about the current situation on the arena, it's about the early experience of people on the ground. First, I talk to those most affected by the arena, the residents of Motiti Island.
1: I've just talked to my boy and he's just emotional on the beach to see the rubbish, the oil, and there's a big container smashed up on the rocks and the smell, and that's just below my place.
0: Motiti Island near Nepia Ranapia. And later on, I visit Kau Matsua, Hoata Palma on Matukana Island, situated to the north of Mount
2: Monganui. And I'd have to say that, that it, it is quite brilliant the way that the community is handling all of this. I, I think that the community has rallied around. Uh, I, I don't think it's really from a, a point of view of protecting uh, themselves, but certainly for protecting the moana, for protecting the foreshore, just from a pure, pure point of view that they want to see it uh, being back to the condition that it was in before.
0: And I'll look at the role Facebook played in one volunteer's effort. She found the details on her page and immediately drove from Auckland to train up and help out.
3: I suppose the first instance is that we went to Facebook because we knew that everybody would be communicating on Facebook nice. about um, you know, Action Rena. And um, so some of the Fano, especially with whānau apanui, were saying, oh, yeah, we, you can contact the people at Whareiroa Marae. And um, so we rocked up this morning, oh, it gave us a contact. And so we called um, the Fano over there, the staff over there, afina, and um, so she gave us a brief. And then we made our way slowly around the beaches and over to the marae and then had training.
0: Geralds Adams, coming up later. Nā rene te iwi, koe rei tahi o ngā kōrero moti nei That's coming up this hour on Te Ahika.
4: Kei te pakarongo maira ki te ahika.
0: Ko te kaupapa tua First up, Motiti Island is off Tauranga, about 10 minutes by plane. It's known locally for its abundance of seafood, and for the 40-plus residents, the ocean, their pātaka kai, is the main food resource. And their kai has been seriously threatened since the Rena grounded just seven kilometres away. On October the fifteenth, some ten days after the initial oil spill, I met with Betty Dixon, who had taken on the role of liaison officer on behalf of the residents of Motiti Island.
4: toku mātua ko toku uh, fire or te or o mōtiti, ko Ngāti ko te Kia ora. I talked about, well, so your role is mōtiti iwi liaison. Mm. Um, what does that role in, entail? And, and how did you become the mōtiti iwi uh, liaison? Okay, this my role came about through a hui of concern, which was held at Waikari on Monday the 10th. Um, so we had all our fano phononga from Tarangamona, Mortiti and during this Hui it was they only wanted one liaison rep, uh, working with Maritime. However, we wanted a rep specifically for Mortiti as the most uh hardest impact, I suppose, environmentally and um due to the proximity, of course, or Tahiti, where, sh- where the ship, Rena is. it's Astrolab Reef. Yeah, Astrolab. Mm. Uh, te ingua tuturu o mm, te rā mm. toka, te toka o Taiti. Ai. O taiti. Ora. So it came about we were put in, oh, I was put in place as an interim liaison for Motiti, and also Rian Tuanau, he was put in as an interim liaison for uh iwi liaison for Tauranga Moana the next day tuesday we were sort of uh, taken in given our induction by Tōte Taipa he is the iwi liaison officer and you had to be forming relations on your relationships on your feet with the different departments based at HQ maritime NZHQ at Futown Tehranga. It's quite easy for me to form relationships and good relationships, good working relationships. And I've got to say, at this stage, what's today, Friday, in those last few days, I've just got to commend Maritime New Zealand and all the staff and all the different teams. We're all working together, you know, helping each other, advising each other in the best ways possible of uh clean up, of communication. We leave all the technical stuff, you know, like salvage and what not, to the experts. The pros. Yeah. What we concentrate on is uh resourcing everyone and every other area that needs clean up. The same with Mortiti. I'll speak I'm gonna speak for Mortiti and only about Mortiti. Yes there was a need f- to get supplies out to the island because the moana is our main you know food basket
5: part the moana kai. yeah
4: because of this uh disaster it's we have a connection to the moana you know if if it's hurt then we are hurt you know so we started sourcing food um Resources like we went sure of the water contamination aspects, so we sent over water, mm-hmm. as just as purely precautionary. Is there power at the island? Uh, every household has their own way of generating power, either um, diesel generator, petrol de- generator. We have windmills, we have solar power. Everyone's pretty self-sufficient over there. We're not hooked up to any utilities, so to speak, like the mainland. Yeah, and by mainland we're talking about tauranga. Aye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to those who don't quite know the... Oh, yeah. As a motesian, we refer to... Uh...
0: Motesian.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Tauranga is the mainland, you know, Fakatani, the mainland, all along the Bay of Plenty coastline is the mainland, and we're the island.
0: How many mm. people live on the island? How many homes are there?
4: One marae? Oh, that varies. There's two marae over there. Tamatea Kitahuatahi... And which is the HQ for the moment, and Te Hinga O tera, mm. which is basically just across the road from each other. Um, so you were pretty much you spent so much of your life at Maltsey because your mum and dad have a house there. Yeah, we have a whanau house over there. We most holidays we you know we like to go back there and unwind, you know, and um, actually I'll. Uh, uh, as soon as we got off that helicopter yesterday, the you know, it was just a relief. It's so peaceful over there. It's good to get back amongst the whanau. And they were all happy to see us, you know. It was quite emotional, actually. So, Betty, I mean, the time right now, it's the uh, 14th of
0: October. It's 8.38pm. Mm-hmm. So you've just finished um, a, a long haul at the um, ICC Centre, which stands for... Incident command center. I think that's <laughs> incident, the, incident, incident command center. Um,
4: uh, you know, what kind of hours are you working to? Well, they vary. Help? Um, like obviously, the first, like Tuesday, Wednesday, I was working up to sixteen hours. You know, um, we weren't told how many hours to um, that we should work, but because of the nature of the incident. You know, we just worked on and on until we had everything in place, all the resources. Because obviously, there's processes you have to go through. You Mm. can't just go up and say, "Well, I want this, I want that, Mm. and I want it over there now." There's paperwork. You know, it's all about accountability and all that.
0: Mm. So, tell us what, what, what. You spoke about water containers. I I heard um, things like light bulbs were taken to Maudeiti. What other big items have been taken over to the to the
4: island to help to assist? Um, okay, just today we had a delivery of a power generator. The generator we have over there is uh, well, nearing 50 years old (laughs) I suppose, (laughs) looks it so um, and we knew because of what's going to be taking place over there with uh, human resources we needed some extra backup power so we were able to source a generator and you know once again that's with with the um, assistance of Maritime, it's been they're fantastic.
0: So the, the the people have swelled obviously
4: at the island. How many people are over there at the moment? Um, Nawaki, my younger sister, she, uh, I've brought her on board. She's working based out of the Naiterangi Runanga. She takes care of all the volunteers. She makes sure that they're all trained up and registered. Today she sent over twenty eight and. There were twenty-eight Fano members. Um, flew over. Yep, they flew over. Oh, there was ten. Actually, that went over. These are the long-term ones, the ones that are going to stay over there. So you know, we've yesterday when we went over, I um, gave the responsibility of the Fano coordinating specific teams for like uh, PPE allocation. You know. Um, pre- Protective clothing kits, mm-hmm. um, and they were glad to take on those roles. You know, they want to be uh, part of the operations, so to speak. Mm. The only ones that were disappointed, I'd say, would be our tamariki, due too to dangerous, too, due too to the legal aspects, yeah, legal. and obviously health. You know, um, they're not allowed to go down the beaches mm. then. As it is with the kids, they want, they want to be involved. So we've given them rolls around the mudai. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> their favourite here, <laughs> dishes.
0: <laughs> Set the
4: tables, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, you have to be sixteen and over. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and it's good that they're taking heed of that. Mm. The team that was trained up this morning at uh, at the Runanga on Naitarangi they were going over to the island and training up the Houkaianga. Wow. You know, and it, it works well because it's our own training, our own. So, uh, you know, if there's any wanga um, wanga, our own know how to deal with our own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kia ora Betty Dixon, Mortiti Island liaison officer, who gave me an insight into how the Rena oil spill is affecting the residents of Mortiti Island. During my time in Tauranga three weeks ago, I attended a hui held at Whareiroa Marae by representatives of neighbouring iwi that would be likely affected by the oil. Maritime New Zealand was there to give an update and to discuss the ecological impacts. I'm uh, Justin Murray, Radio right New Zealand, National Tiahika, and I've just stepped out of Whare Roa uh, Wharetipuna, Rauru Kitahi, and we've just uh, heard from various Iwi representatives, along with the uh, head of Maritime New Zealand, Catherine Taylor, who basically explained to all the Farno to give them an update on everything that's happening with the Rina um, Kaipuke, or ship that's stranded. What do you think of that, Puhiraki?
5: Um Oh, a good... Sh- a very good update. Well informed. Well, yes, a good update of things as they are. Uh, however, there's still a heck of a lot of issues that still need to be um, explained better to everybody, and also so that the more informed we are, the better that we can assist. And get things done. But I still feel that there's, a, there's just still not enough coming out.
0: Now, one of the biggest impacts that this has had is to Te Motiri or Motiti Island. I'm here with Nepia Ranapia, Kiaore Te uh, ke ora, ke ora, kura. Now, you live on Motiti?
1: Yes, I live on there. I've been there for about 12 years now.
0: 12 years. Yeah. To people who perhaps don't know a lot about Motiti, how many people live there? How many houses are there?
1: There are about uh, 40 houses there, and uh, about uh, about 30-odd people there. 30-odd people? About 30, 30 uh, on that venue there.
0: Now, Nipia, when this first happened, uh, what, nine days ago on the 5th of October, or 2.20am in the morning, how, what impact, how fast was it felt at, to the people of uh, Patsuwai? Well, it's it's it's
1: very difficult because you know you 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 see that that actual the ship out there and it's very hard. You, you look at it there, and it's it's the reality of it. You see, I don't think we realised it till about four or five days later. You look at it, you think, what's happening? You know, it, it's So you can see it,
0: but yeah, you, I you, played to see it, but, but it wasn't moving, and so you... yes,
1: it wasn't until about. Four, three or four days after we realised hello we have got a problem and as days went by then we have a real problem that's when the emotion actually kicked in
0: and so there was obviously this eyesore something there was a raru strained itself on the astrolab um,
6: Otaiti Otaiti
1: Otaiti is the reef there's actually two areas there there's the otaiti, which is that uh, where it's the ship is on, and further to the north there's the Mamangi. Hmm.
0: Do you know where those names came, come from?
1: Those names have been down there for 2,000 years. The the Mamangi is the oldest one. It's been down there right back, right back to the, the Maori. Mamangi here, that proverb, and uh to what was talked about was uh, the Wakateara one. You know, the uh, the time. which means physically emotionally drained after the long journey. Mm.
0: So Nipia, I mean the um, the Fano um, at, at Motiti Island. They, uh, I mean, I haven't physically seen it for myself. But what has what what has the damage? What damage has been done?
1: major damage. Major damage. I've just talked to my boy. And he's just emotional on the beach to see the rubbish, the oil, and there's a big container smashed up on the rocks and the smell, and that's just below my place. So he's very, he was very emotional when I was talking to him.
0: We've heard uh, that there's morning. three containers.
1: Up my end, because oh. that island's quite large. We know there's others on the northern end, where I'm on the western side, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful when I go back, and I've got to see we have a lot of ancient rock carvings there from the ancient people. I'm fear that they have fallen. You know. Karo.
0: And so what now for the farm at Mautiti? I know that there's been a bit of help to get supplies over to the island.
1: They're very they're very independent people because they were never brought yeah. underneath any governance. Uh, it's the last place left in the country. That's not, not any, under any local authority. Since the signing of the treaty and the confiscation in 1870, they've been self-sufficient. Uh, they, they built their own structures, their own well. Hence, that's why we are still one of the old structures of the Kora Wakawia or known as the tribal committee. We are not binded underneath really iwi status. We're underneath Turanga Wawe status,
0: What did you get out of this hui today, uh, Nipia?
1: Well, it gives us a bit more light on uh, what's happening out there. You know, I mean, say, when you're at the island, it looks as if it's just, just down a road. You know, mm. it's just scary. But it then brings a different light, paints a different light that. Um where and what's happening out there it's good to know. And uh, most for me is the, the support of Fano Hapu Nai Tai because we have ties with Naitai, the Tarua people, we have ties more teacher with the Tarwaang, Nai Tarangi, and right up I believe Dr coromandel uh our relations down yeah. Very very Humbly.
0: Is anybody that you blame?
1: Well, we always look at blaming, but from where we are in Mortiti, we've seen boats just go they they go inside the rock, they go outside the rock. They go around between Papamoa and Mortiti and it was just willy nilly be honest. And uh, to say it wasn't a surprise, no, we, we knew it was going to happen. Really? But I didn't, didn't really think it would be that rock. I thought, I thought it would be the rock to the northwest west mm-hmm. Kote Okarapo. Uh, and I would have thought they would have hit that because there'd been some very near misses there. But not surprisingly because I was actually diving there one their heads had roar, I looked up and there was a boat. It was only lucky because I was 200 meters away, just going past. So the wake of the water was scary because we have to, I had to jump out of the water. So yeah. the whānau
0: Mortiti, just a matter of time?
1: Yeah, we, we knew that. The people that lived there. My, my, my uh, Pananga, Ricky, we riki, wekepakin, he sees it, that end, and I see them coming out of the port of Tauranga. He has a better view, and he has the same opinion as I have.
0: Kaitsuatu kite ra nipi rana pia kiora. A, a-, a-, a- kiora. That called it was from a hui held at Faredua Marai nine days after the Rena became stranded on the Astrolab Reef. It was two eighteen in the morning on October the fifth when the two hundred and thirty-five metre long Rena graunched its way over the Astrolab Reef or Teinguatika, the rightful name Te Toka or Otaitea. At the time, the ship was carrying seventeen hundred tons of oil fuel and two hundred tons of diesel. No doubt you've seen the images of oil from the main Mount Beach area along to Papamua with thick, sludgy oil reaching as far as Parehauraki in the Coromandel and towards Fakatohia, Tōrere, Ngatiawa, and Ngaitai along the Bay of Plenty coast. Now, just north of the Mount Monganui are two islands that stretch along the coast. The larger one is about 20 kilometres long that is Matakana, and nestled behind it in the estuary is Rangiwaya. This week, more oil has washed up on Matakana Island's oceanside beaches, and it is now said it could last as long as a year to clean up and recover. Te Mautirio Matakana is similar to Motiti Island. It's a small community doing its best to remain optimistic.
6: Murray Radio, New Zealand National, Te car on the Matakana barge heading out to Matakana Islands. now this barge runs basically every hour on the hour uh, when it's high tide, when it's low tide it takes around about uh, one hour it takes about 35 minutes on high tide about an hour on low tide it's an overcast day uh, I'm sitting, I'm the only walk-on passenger, so there's four cars and me sitting on the side it costs around about uh, $2.50 per passenger so that's $5 return not bad for a 35 minute ride to the island and I'm in view of the area that we just left about 10 minutes ago, or Mokoroa which is on the if you, where, if you head, if you're in Tauranga and you head towards Auckland uh, which is kind of based on the um, other side of uh, Moa or Mount Maunganui And I'm going to the island to talk to Hoata Palma, who will outline the damage that the Rena ship has caused. Actually, as I'm looking at the ocean right now, um, there is some light, light brown foam-like substance just on the water. And there's like a long line of it, which makes me think that perhaps it's remnants of the... Um, oil that has leaked from the Rena ship, which is still in the Tauranga harbour. Now, the hapu of uh, Matakana Island is uh, Naitu Fifia, one of the hapu based there, and the iwi is and According to media reports yesterday, Friday the 14th of October. Matakana Island, uh, some of the oil was drifting towards Matakana Island, so I'm going to talk to Hawata Pama about that. This is Justine Murray, Radio New Zealand National. On Matakana Barge. Beautiful.
2: Kia ora, Hawata. Kia ora, Kia ora, Justine. Tēnā koe.
0: Tēnā koe. Ko te mea tuatahi, me, me korirohia mai tō, tō pepeha, miki.
2: Ko maua te maunga. Uh, e maunga Neka-neka cuita e he, uh, bangga tu tu tortika yang e lain, uh, ko bau ko waka, uh, ko mata kote ko Iwi ko ko ah, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, you fellas go, you fellas go outside, hey, eh? hey, you, ada i uh, ah, uh, konga hapu. Ko ngā tū fia rao ko ngā tupu. Ah, uh, tena ata wakapanga uh, i, I tenei uh, te moana o
0: kia ora, kia ora, You're the former former chairman of the te Runanga o Waitirangi, né? Former yes. Former chairman. 11 and a
2: half years I was chair of the te Runanga o Waitirangi.
0: You've got a card anymore and what what's your title now? <laughs> well,
2: well, I haven't got a I haven't got a card but uh uh I I st- I still get Asked to to do things on behalf of the Runanga, uh, I suppose something like a like a elder statesman or, or, or maybe that's too flash a word, but, <laughs> but something along those lines, uh, uh, and and uh, get called on to do things that uh, I suppose that are outside the normal ambit of of uh, chairmanship of the Runanga Waitangi.
0: So from that probably requires a lot of travel for you. Uh, it, um, does,
2: so yes, it does, yes, it does doesn't need does require a lot of travel we um, living on this island you have to kind of organize yourself so that you can pack as much as you can into your travel to the mainland and that's what we endeavor to do and and uh, by and large we do it Uh, but there are times when we're away from home uh, a lot of times and too often
0: So Hawata, for people who may not um, know about Te Motu Matakana, how many people reside here? What are the hapu, iwi, how many marae are here?
2: We've got we've got uh, five hapu, uh, three marae. Um, <coughs> the hapu ngaitamarifaria, Taupau, te Ngare, Tengare, Ngati Tawhiti, uh Ngaitūfifa uh, ngaitamarifaria. Ngai uh those are the five five hapu uh with our three marae, one at uh the island of Rangiwahia, uh, and the other two here on 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 this main island of uh, Matakana, uh, this one Opureora, and the other which is Taranui Uh In terms of of uh, kind of seniority of Whakapapa, uh Taranui is our is our uh, marae of origin, if you like. Yeah. Mm. ora. And population. Population <laughs> estimated two hundred and fifty-ish. Uh, could uh, could go up to anything up to a thousand people during the summer during the holidays but uh, yeah that's that 's pretty much uh, what it is uh, um, there are we have a number of activities on the island we 've got uh, not activities i suppose uh, uh, people earning a living we 've got we 've got seven uh, full milk dairy units uh, and they provide whole milk to Transport into onto the mainland by Fonterra. Uh, we've got uh, three major orchards, uh, kiwi fruit orchards on the island, um, and, and those um, have been working reasonably well. They make turning a profit for the owners, uh, um, and yeah, and I suppose there's the forestry, but, but we don't have all that much to do with it these days.
0: Hawata then explains how the Rena oil spill has affected the island.
2: I, I suppose there's, there's, a, there's two two perspectives to look at. Is, is one is the current state before the for, before the oil spill, and and uh, um, we all know that along the coast, uh, <coughs> um, kaimana is is being depleted uh, in terms of, of kaimana like. like um, and kina, uh, mussels. Uh, they're okay because mussels have now become a commercial commodity, so so there there uh, you know there is a, a good supply of mussels around. Uh, so you know we had to put it all into perspective. Now in terms of uh, uh, kahitua and uh, and uh, kokota pipis. Uh, um, that's a slightly different story because the the ecology of the of the harbour and island of the open water is that the fish are the thing the ones that are being depleted, and because of that, uh, there is a real abundance of, of kahitua out in the open water, out in the open beach, and and the same with uh, kōkota on the in, inner harbour, because there are no there are no snapper to eat the the young uh, shellfish, and so they flourish. Uh, so it, it is a bit of a, uh, an anomaly to say that that the, those shellfish are diminishing because they're not. They're actually increasing because of the unbalance of the ecology of the harbour. Oh, and, and well, there's there's an, the addition to is that uh, what we call kukuroroa or ure um is uh, we there used to be an abundance of those uh, but in recent years they, they seem to be getting more and more depleted i think more people are finding out that that it's uh it's uh, a lovely uh, kai to eat it's uh, in, when it's in Kukukuroa. season kokororo and kukuroa. when it's kokororo yeah
0: kukuroa.
2: <laughs> yeah um he, he and, and, momo and
0: momo tua tua. it's a muscle it's a it's oh, a muscle
2: it's oh. a cuckoo, yeah. And, 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 oh. uh, cuckoo. and it's a long, uh, and it's a lot bigger than normal muscles. Horse muscles. Horse muscle, yes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I should have <laughs> said horse <laughs> <muscles>. <laughs> uh, Yeah, and those are, those are depleting. And such things as, as, uh, as tupa, scallops, um, there, there aren't all that many around at the moment. Although there are some in the surf and the open water. Uh, but uh, inside the harbour, there's very little.
0: So then Hawata, obviously, you, need, you know, Kaipuke, that ship mm. that is in the Moana, and it's direct effect to Te Matakana.
2: Well, yeah, I, I don't even know where to begin. Mm. When, uh, when it hit, uh, and that was early in the morning of that day that it hit. Um, 5th of October? Uh, Ten days yeah. ago, yeah, it would be ten days ago now, um, and and it was uh, people. It, it kind of didn't register too much with, with ordinary folk, but uh, when when I heard about that, I thought, oh God, you know, this is, this is going to turn into something really, something really uh, tragic, and it has it has turned into that. One of the things that uh, we suggested at the time, because the water was calm, uh, was to get moving and pump the oil out and get moving and take the containers off. <clears throat> but uh, that didn't happen. And once it got started, once the bureaucracy got moving, uh, the, weather had, uh, the wind had changed and the weather turned to custard. And, and uh, at that point, it was too late to do anything uh, and now we're reaping the consequences of that because um, when the wind turned easterly, nor easterly, then easterly, then south easterly, uh, then the, the real problem began. And, of course, in the meantime, the, the, the ship started to weaken and the cracks started to appear and the oil, where it started off as a simple oil, oil spill which just left a, a light sheen on the water Uh, became a heavy spill of heavy oil, and and this is the problem that we're dealing with now. Um, And that that heavy oil, of course, we all know now uh, that it's it's toxic, uh, that you shouldn't touch it, you shouldn't inhale it, all of those things. Um, And so we are now dealing with a situation that is far worse than if they had thrown caution to the winds in the first place, and tried to get the oil out while it was calm. While uh, it was
0: calm.
2: Yeah. As we sit here now, the wind has changed back to westerly, uh, which is offshore for us, um, and is, is the, the sea is settling again, and there might be a window of opportunity to do that. But the damage, the bulk of the damage has already been done. Now, uh, the other... Well, and, and of course now the, the flow of the oil... Is uh, going as far afield as Makitu uh, and as far again as Madatara, Teawata, and probably will by as as we are now speaking, will have reached Fakatani by by now, uh, and that's simply because of the current uh, current that's flowing across the bay, and the wind that is blowing it in or out, and that's that's the situation as we. I mean, I, I don't want to go into the detail. But that's the, the, the simplified version of the whole thing. Um, so you're having these huge uh, blobs or glo- globules of oil on, on the beaches. And in s- cases of places like uh, Papamoa, uh, it's just one big sheet of oil along the beach. So if you stood on a hill and looked down, you, all you see is a black, black beach. Um, and, uh, the Has difficulty there
0: been a container at Utaififi?
2: Uh, on, the, on the second day of the, of the, of the stranding, I uh, went up to uh, Paratata, the other end, the northern end of the island, on my quad bike, and, and uh, there was very little evidence of oil on the beach then. Uh, there were small spatterings all along the beach from what we call the pipeline. Up to Pare Tata. Um and I would imagine there would have been some at Otafifi as well on the on the main beach there between Otafifi and Waihi Beach uh, so so that's that was the situation then um, it, it has all now changed uh, uh, now that, that oil that's built up at Paretata, it was from the current that had taken the heavy oil north uh, in the current, not in the wind. And then uh, when the easterly blew in, it blew that into into shore. And that, that was how that took place. Uh, now we have the added problem of the containers coming off. And as, as we all already know, the, some of the materials in those containers is toxic. Um, but then there is, there is an assurance from the authorities that the, the toxic uh, um, containers are, uh, 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 I suppose, using inverted commas safe in that they are contained inside the container and that they would float. Uh, but uh, there's there's also chances that they could get uh, broken and punctured and uh, then there's some real trouble. There was also mention of uh, some material that when it mixes with water it becomes toxic. But then uh, because of the volume of the of the material and the volume of the water that would uh, in in time dilute itself so that it doesn't become toxic. So, uh, but the real issue is now the oil and, and that's what the authorities are dealing with. And I, I'd have to say that, that it, it is quite brilliant the way that the community is handling all of this. I, I think that the community has rallied around uh, I, I don't think it's really from a uh, point of view of protecting uh, themselves, but certainly for protecting the moana, for protecting the foreshore, the, the, the shore, all of our, our shores, just from a pure, pure point of view that they want to see it uh, being back to the condition that it was in before. And there are some really excellent uh, responses from all of the communities along the, the waterfront. The other point I'd like to make is that, that from a, a Māori uh, perspective, and I suppose I'd have to say this anyway, uh, is, that, is that the Māori response has been way ahead of the other response, the mainstream response, and that they have uh, the, the Māori have reacted to the situation a lot more quickly simply because we ha- already have our networks in place and we're able to talk to people and get things going Moving a lot at a far, far greater pace than they, they have been able to achieve in, in mainstream, uh, and I suppose just to add to that, is the mainstream have not been able to, have not been able to, uh, kind of absorb the Waidua that's within the the Maori part of the, the, equation, and and they're starting to appreciate that as well, and I notice in the in the ICC centre in. In Tauranga, that uh, that they appreciate, they really appreciate that they actually think a simple thing for us, like starting the whole show off with a with a karakia in the morning, has really been appreciated by the parkour part of it, and that's you know that's having a, a, a roll-on effect for for all of the people involved in this in this disaster. So you know it has brought out uh, the very best in people. Of course, it has brought out the worst in some. But it has brought out the very best in a lot of people that uh, that have become involved in this.
0: Mm-hmm. So, my final question: the um, the small community that makes up Matakana Island.
2: Oh, back to Matakana, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: we were talking about the relief. You know, the the, 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 the small relief efforts. The the some of the queer helping out. Yeah. Catch the barge at quarter yeah. to eight. Get here. Um, daily meetings at nine. Yeah. That's just part of what you guys are doing here eh, to do to
2: And, do and, and uh, again I'd say this community mobilised itself, uh, got themselves organised. Uh, when, when they uh, got out onto the beach, I, I haven't been out with them, with our community, because I've been away, um, but uh, when they got out on the beach there were already uh, officials, I suppose, authority people there, uh, who weren't very keen to to have them participate, uh, but then they made it clear that they were Tangata whenua, They belonged to this place. Uh, they had every right to be there to, to start the cleanup. Uh, they uh, were kind of self-taught in, in the, the the issue of how to how to deal with the, with the spill and how to collect it and all of that sort of stuff. Now they're up with it and they're up and running and they've got a they've got a system operating now that's that's working well for us.
0: Hawatapama Kyoto. Kyoto to you. Hawatapama. Now in the interview we talked about the ICC or Incident Command Center. Based on Cameron Road in Totinga, it is a vacant food town supermarket building and is used as the base for the relief efforts. It's also where the media reports are held, with, as I found out, some strict rules. Okay, I'm here at the um, ICC centre. I've been told that I can't record inside the facility. So I am following Joe Harawira outside of the premises to have a kōrero with him. Kia ora, Joe.
5: Nā, ah, tēnā koe.
0: Ah, ko te mea tuatahi, me, me kōrero hei mai, uh, tō pepeha?
5: Uh, ko Maua o te maunga, ko Tauranga o te moana, uh, ko... Uh, ngā pōtiki i te hapu, uh, ko Tama Pahore te Marae, ko Tērā uh, i te taho taku pāpa, uh, ko Māka tēnā, uh, te taho taku uh, māma, uh, ko Pūtauwaki te maunga, uh, ko Whakatāne te awa, uh, ko Ngāti Awa te iwi, uh, ko uh, Ngai Taiwhakaia te hapu.
0: Kia ora, Kia ora Joe. If you could explain your role please here at the ICC Centre.
5: Uh, my role is to uh, deal with the, um, the iwi liaison between Maritime uh, New Zealand and the iwi on the ground here. So the role is actually a conduit uh, role, um, and uh, we were the Department of Conservation were pulled into to this uh, particular role, um, given uh, our uh, our record in terms of working with iwi uh, and the consultation processes, and so um, they've. They've got this uh, this role in place to coordinate the iwi response,
0: and that response is
5: the response is to uh, to uh, have good uh, communication out to all of the iwi along the coast. My ki moana, my tikapa moana, ki kitihiro. Um, and uh, we have been um, dealing of course uh, mainly with the Tauranga Moana uh, area at this particular moment in time given the, uh, the situation that we have with uh, the arena on the Astrolab uh, reef. But uh, reports that are coming in as of uh, this morning are that the oil is um, flowing uh, south along the coast and uh, we'll be hitting Matata and then Whakatane and then it will be moving further on along the coast into Te Whānau Apanui and uh, so uh, we are having we have had a, a series of meetings with the Tauranga Moana iwi about uh, response and how it is that uh Tauranga Moana iwi and um, hapu um, can can support uh, basically the, the volunteer to support um, the actual cleanup. Um, the operations here have a number of areas that uh are handling the different uh, aspects and um, anything to do with the iwi, they will come directly to myself or whoever's in, in the iwi liaison position, and it's my role to disseminate it down to two representatives that we have sitting at the at the uh, the higher uh, level, and then it will flow down uh, to the iwi contacts within the different rohe um, to um, to begin their response in their particular areas.
0: So, environmentally, which areas um, in terms of um, Takutai moana, does this affect uh, in,
5: in, in terms of takuta it's um, it in, uh, in the long run is going to um, going to hit the, the coastline from the Coromandel down um, down to um, Takaha um, and um, and it'll probably flow into the other areas as well It depends on the, um, the weather conditions and the dissipation and um, how quickly we can uh, move the response to uh, uh, the cleanup. Um, we have a hui this afternoon with the uh, iwi further south um, towards um Kaha, and we will ex- be explaining uh, what it is that we have been doing with the uh, iwi of Tauranga Moana to um, re- react to uh, this, um, the situation that we have um, and the uh, hui that we're having this afternoon is basically uh, to to share information about how we can get our iwi and our hapu along the coast uh, prepared for the oil to reach them.
0: So communications with other iwi is pretty paramount.
5: It's, it's very paramount. It's it's actually crucial. Um, and um, uh, what is um, important is that everything is coming to the one point, and everything, all the information is going out from the one point. Uh, so um, for the for the iwi out there who have um, who haven't met yet, um, we will be holding a series of hui to inform you about what the response is, and then we'll be um, taking things on board from there.
0: Now we've heard that there's relief efforts um, taking place for the fun on Motiti Island in terms of uh, food, taking uh, over supplies. Uh, that
5: that is correct. Um, uh, a call was um, put out there for, um, given that the uh, the kapatai of uh, Motiti uh, has been affected affected, um, and a call went out to iwi and hapu in certain areas to if they can donate kai to the um, to the people on the island. Um, the people on the island just want to say that um, Don't worry about us on the island. Let's worry about this cleanup and getting our kāpata uh, kai back. And so uh, there has been um, uh, some kōrero go out to the other iwi to respond to being able to donate things to the uh, to the people on the island. <coughs> and um, the people on the island say they are grateful for anything that they receive and they will be using that to um, for the volunteers that are going over there to help them clean up their their motu, their motere.
0: Okay, ki Joe Haruira Tena kōrua. We heard in that interview earlier from Hawata Pama no Ngaiterangi. The local iwi and Maritime New Zealand are making sure that those who help out do it properly. The thick, sticky, mamaiti oil is something you need to learn to deal with. If you get it on your shoes, for example, you risk spreading it around. Something our next interviewee found out when she logged on to Facebook.
3: Kia ora, ko Joraz adams uh, No ngaitai, pe iwi. So we've just come down from um, Tamaki today, this morning. And, um, in Auckland? I, yep. So, um, yep, jumped in our car and then came down to the Marae. Um, I suppose the first instance is that we went to Facebook because we knew that everybody would be communicating on Facebook nice. about um, you know, Action Arena. And um, so, some of the whānau, especially with whānau apanui, were saying, oh, yeah, we, you can contact the people at whānau marae. And um, so we rocked up this morning, Oh, it gave us a contact, and so we called um, the Fano over there, the staff over there, Afina Thatcher, and um, so she gave us a brief, and then we made our way slowly around the beaches and over to the marae, and then had training. Oh, so you
0: took, you took so the Night we're here at, um, probably about 100 metres away from the naitirangirunanga offices, which is kind of like next to whareroa marae, and basically they've had training for the volunteers, mm. so you took part in that.
3: Well, yeah, what... Well, we missed the boat a bit. Um, they had, so every day, from my understanding, is that every day they'll be having training at 9 o'clock. Yep. Um, and we had come down later after that. So we just had a brief, um, went straight over to um, Pilot Bay. Pilot oh, Bay. Aro, Mai, I think it's Hawaii. Waikari there? Ka- Waikari there.
0: Ka- oh, oh, yes, yes.
3: That's Is that near? Pilot Bay. Yep, yeah, Pilot Bay. Commonly known as Flight which is Pilot kind Bay. of right next door, practically to the Mount. Yeah. So um, from my, my from my understanding, um, Ngaitarangi have definitely mobilised um, group leaders to go around. Firstly, to assess and monitor um, the inner harbour. So their first priority is the inner harbour, considering there's so much priority based um, in the beaches from Maritime New Zealand. Um, they've really mobilised around Pilot Bay and um, up towards the estuary.
0: So you travelled today? Yeah. From Tamaki, What's I, that? Two two and a two and a bit hours drive. Oh, a bit of breakfast A Bit of breakfast on the way. <laughs> Did your training. <laughs> it was all thanks to Facebook. Come down um, have you had much involvement in, in Tauranga Moana Oh yeah. Um, to kind yeah. of feel an affinity to this Yeah, can't area? Wait.
3: Um so just on just on that point, um, I stayed here, lived here for about two years. Um, had some really close friends um, I lived with, um, who are from here. And um, so I knew Tauranga and the Mount well, and I went to uh, marine studies uh, through Bay of
0: of Plenty,
3: Right, And so, yeah, there's certain affinity, and not just affinity to Tauranga, but to our coastlines and nations in general. Um, Wakaama as well, so association um, through our uh, Taiau via Wakaama.
0: And so, tell us, um, describe what it was like um, being part of the cleanup crew oh, at the beach.
3: Um, I suppose there's, yeah, I suppose initially there's excitement. Uh, it's just, it's just burdened with the intention that yeah we come down to clean up uh, oil and whatever residue has come from Rina, um, which is the sad part. Um, but coming down and actually um, being part of, especially being part of Ngaitirangi, I um, and assisting um Te We um has really uh, has really um made it lighter, I suppose. The lo- the has lightened the load. So it's all thanks to Facebook Facebook machine. Yeah, it's a big part of it. <laughs> all, all I know is that I I can go to com- I can communicate with Facebook and understand where um where our people are at as Te Modi. And so yeah, it is that easy. Um to, um, well, to figure out who's doing what. I um, mean, you know, also listening to EWI um, Maori stations, um,
0: and thanks to the radio as well, really. Awesome. Oh, yeah, so, Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora, ra. They say that this will last for a few generations. In terms of being absolutely safe to go and see, go to go and collect kaimuana of and that affects directly my eight-year-old nephew. Come on, Zane the sand out of a shoe. So I'm making my way up into the more sand dunes here at Papamoa. I'm now on the beach. I can see the foreshore. I'm not going to go on there just in case I get, I haven't got any protective gears on me so I'm not going to attempt to go on the foreshore because I may just put you know oil under my shoes. So I'm standing uh, about 10 meters from the actual foreshore and I'm looking at the waves. Ko eke naru ki Papamoa Beach. And there's definitely, definitely a dark brown, black substance when it's washing up. What can you see, Zane?
6: I can see a little boat. You can just see it down, just the back of the oil. And that's and the Renee. And that's the arena. And that's the island.
0: The island. So, as I was saying before, there's definitely a. Usually, when the waves wash up, it's not exactly crystal clear, but you can see as it washes up and then goes back, <laughs> there's like a thin film of a brown substance. You can't. Rec- can you smell that, say? What can you smell? Oil. Is it strong? Yep. Little bit, eh? Yeah. When you heard about the oil spill, how did you feel? Sad. Because
6: the boat fall down in these containers inside, them, inside Tangaroa and we're not allowed to swim.
0: Kia ora Zane. We've posted up some pictures and links which you can find at radionz.co.nz forward slash teahika. That's T E A H I K A A. And if you are helping out with the cleanup, you can download tonight's show or subscribe to the podcast and listen while you scrub the beach clean. Kapai o mahi. a neira, Joe Harawira, te whakatauki motene wiki. Here's Joe Harawira, who we heard earlier in the show with this week's whakatauki. Now, to give context to what he is saying, uh, he is talking about the people who have been affected by the oil spill on Motiti Island. They have received overwhelming support from businesses who have provided food and equipment to the few residents of Motiti. But their concerns are more about the impact on the environment than about themselves.
5: Um, the people on the island just want to say that. Um, uh, don't worry about us on the island, let's worry about this clean up and getting our kāpata uh, kai back. And so uh, there has been um, uh, some um, kōrero go out to the other iwi to respond to being able to donate things to the, uh, to the people on the island. <coughs> and um, the people on the island say they are grateful for anything that they receive and they will be using that. To, um, for the volunteers that are going over there to help them clean up their, their motu, their motere.
0: Kia ora, Joe Harawira. Next week, I mei te hotu manua marae in Palmerston North. I tenei waka te tino hia hiau ki te ki ngā kai afina, kinga kai fakarite katoa e, e mahiana mo kai papa o te Kaipuke arena. Of course, I'd like to extend a big thank you to all the volunteers and the leaders who are working to manage the Rena oil spill in Tauranga Moana. Hemihi tin e kai kuri nei wiki, himihi anu kina kairana wiki wiki mihini mai te faina atyakakia tato katua, mauri ora.